You boys are out of your mind. Ooh, yeah, dig it. A little bit of the bubbly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Boys and Body Slams. Three goofballs that talk about wrestling. We're here to boost your ass and have a blast. So enjoy. Welcome to Big Boys and Body Slams, everybody. We are here for another rip-roaring adventure. It's going to be a good time. My name is Zach. Over here, I got Kyle. I'm still here. And over here, we got Luke. Yellow. And we just got done. Well, we didn't just get done. We got done on uh, two days ago, if you're listening to this the night we record it. Which, which you're not. you're not. Unless you're, unless you're here. Yeah, I guess. But I don't think anybody here is even listening. I think they're downstairs. <sighs> Anyways... We're reviewing Clash of Champions 2019 today, which was a show that just happened on Sunday, and uh, it's basically was a show where everyone gets a title shot, and uh, yeah, it happened, and mm. now we're headed towards Hell in a Cell. Mm. So I guess from a 10,000-foot level, we won't get into what you thought, but <clears throat> how do you guys feel now uh, going into Hell in a Cell? There's definitely going to be some fun matches on there, and this was definitely just a pay-per-view meant to build up to that. Um I mean, there's a couple rants we'll get into throughout the show, but it'll be fun. I have a rant. Go ahead. Already? Yeah, actually. Okay. I watched some of Raw last night. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I am upset with the treatment of Mike Kanellis. Mike Bennett. Yes. It's awful. Tell us, tell this, us, This daddy. is ridiculous. This whole, like, cucking story, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. That's what Corey that's Graves what you called, called it. it. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't even hear that. No, I didn't hear that either. But it's ridiculous, dude. That guy's it's bad. That guy is uber talented. Also, what is Ricochet doing anywhere near that storyline? What line? is what is going on? This is listen. We all knew that Paul Heyman would bring some edgy storylines, and I guess this has been going on a little bit before Heyman. But like, but he's ran with it, man. Th- this is just smut. That does feel like a smutty. ECW it feels like an ECW storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm all about some smutty stuff, right? Nice. Like, we can all like some. Some crazy stuff, but this is out of control. It's like, it's bad. It's like Maury Povich bad. Yeah, it's very cringe. And I mean, like, I More remember... More cringe than an Eric Bischoff and Stephanie McMahon promo. I remember a couple years ago, like, probably four years ago now, we ordered uh, a special TV package just so me and Luke could watch Impact every week. Mm-hmm. And Mike Mike Bennett was the focus of Impact for a while, right? Like, I th- I remember one of the... Miracle. One of the uh, nights he beat Kurt Angle. And this was yeah, this was right bef- this was before the whole Woken Matt Hardy stuff in TNA. This was uh when he was Big Money Matt and he was feuding with EC3. But like Mike Bennett was a big time player and he has just been pushed downhill so fast. Yeah, no. And but we figured, man. We didn't think he'd be treated right from the from the get-go. Uh, when when he skipped development to like go straight to the main roster and he had like the pay-per-view debut even though like I didn't like that he had Maria's last name and stuff. I still had this like glimmer of hope that he would be something. Well, yeah, but we didn't even like his gimmick at first, where it was just like the love connection. Oh no, thing. I'm not saying I like the yeah. gimmick. I just thought they were going to try to run with it, but they just, really just kind of pooped on him. They've shit on him the entire time. That's a shame. Zach, you got any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I mean, I thought when he went to 205 Live that that was going to be like the start of a new Mike Canellis, and instead he just had a losing streak story, uh, and then now he's. Uh, letting Maria Canella sleep around apparently, and Rusev comes back and with a, <laughs> with with a, a great porn stash. Porn stash. Yeah. I was gonna say with the Aaron Rodgers mustache. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a, a little disappointed in that. I also want to bring up. Uh, I hope Big Cass gets oh, some yeah. help. Big Cass. 
Uh, Tell us what happened. So I guess Big Cass got went after Joey Janela at the Russell Pro locker room, got knocked out by Pat Buck, accused SCU of stealing his things. There's a lot of different stories going around, but uh, today he said he was going to get help, and I think I, I saw some people kind of going after him and, on Twitter, and I think you should probably just let him, let him go. I think he's got enough embarrassment. And Yeah, I mean... I, I as much as people might have their own opinions on Enzo and Cass and you know even Cass in particular, I think you don't want to see anybody ever struggle like that, whether they're a friend or an enemy or a, a rival. You never Clearly. want to see someone go through hard times yes. like that. So I hope he gets the help that he uh, needs, and I hope that he can recover from this and get back in a wrestling ring soon. Out, yeah. Outside of a professional level, level on like a personal level, the big boys are behind Big Cass. Oh, 100%. Ooh, yeah. 100%. Well, yeah, and it's clear that he, that he needs help. Both of those guys are very self-destructive right oh, now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very. And, I mean, it's almost to the point that Enzo is less self-destructive than Big Cass right now. Uh, I mean, as of, as of late, sure. Yeah. That's yeah, why I said right hard. now. I got it's you. Hard. I got you. I'm, and I think the thing that didn't help was that it was a relatively quiet week as far as wrestling news went. Yeah. So when it happened, it kind of just blew up the wrestling Twitter and the wrestling social media space and just kind of, you know, exploded and became mm-hmm. this huge thing. Which, so ho- so yeah. hopefully he gets help and uh, we're rooting for him. Also, I will say, to piggy- to go back to Raw for a second, outside of that Maria Canales angle, I did think Raw was maybe one of the strongest shows, I don't want to say ever, Oh, but... It was one of the best Raws I had seen in years. It's one of the years. better Raws in years, yeah. yeah. Yes. It was yeah. a really good... I mean, the King of the Ring finals was fantastic. And I think Corbin was the right Baron pick. Corbin. Uh, yeah, it's hard to argue against him at this point. I wanted Gable to win just to make the new star, but I think yeah. I think Cor- Corbin's going to be a big-time player here. Yeah. Um, and then there was a really good six-man tag match with Cedric Alexander, who unfortunately just got hammered and buried again Wrecked. a day after getting buried which Wrecked. we'll talk about but the top rope styles clash is sick uh, oh yeah he got he got hit with a super styles clash super. from the second rope but uh, other than that yeah raw is just on general the it, fiends involvement good was to great see kane yeah kane showed winning up winning the 24 se- well kane didn't win the 24 glenn seven jacobs title. won the mayor glenn title, jacobs yeah. won the 24 mm-hmm. 7 title so that was cool yeah, so I mean, I haven't heard anything about what's going on with SmackDown, but hopefully they can piggyback with a strong show. And then tomorrow, or today, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, NXT will be live for the first time for the two-hour show on USA Network. So I'm I, very excited for that. I just wanted to throw out there, back on Kane one more time, that's one more title for Kane without the mask, Joe. Oh, he act- oh true. He didn't have Professor. the mask. He didn't have the mask when he won it. Man. It's almost like that was a direct response. It Kane, was. Kane I think he- they must have heard that yeah. what I'm, he did. I'm and, sorry, and pal. Love it. you. But NXT gonna be live i That's cannot awesome. wait so nxt if you're listening to this the day it comes out it's tonight uh, uh join me in watching it man i'll probably be live tweeting and live facebooking it it's, it's a big deal for me you know what's uh how many weeks are we away from AEW? uh it's october what second, second? yeah so, so like, like three weeks two weeks two yeah weeks? two weeks from tomorrow i guess wow right. is aw's first show so and obviously we'll be covering the first two episodes of that of that as well. With all that news out of the way, we'll, we, we will say one more time before we get into the show. We are Big Boys and Body Slams. You can support us a number of different ways. Head over to our anchor page. That's the best way to support us. Uh, you can just listen to us, which helps a lot. We just, have ads that you can support. You can subscribe. If you want to donate, to subscribe to us for a monthly donation. You can certainly you can, do that. I won't say no. You don't even have to subscribe for money. You can just subscribe so you get, yep. you get when we have a new episode dropping. Yeah, so just li- buy a shirt. I'm gonna. I have a new shirt idea that I'm cooking up in this brain. So, so um, recently, social media has has been telling me that we have not been plugging the, the, our store enough. No, it, it's true. We do need to. So hit them. Hit them with the URL, baby. That's gonna be bigboysbodyslams.storeenvy.com. No and in in big boys 
and body slams. So Big boy body slams dot store envy with one e dot com. We have a bunch of cool designs up. Some of them are older. I'll probably be taking some of the ones that haven't sold down. I want to put some new ones up. We, you know, we're new. This is a new generation, so I think it's fair that we have some new shirts up there. So go check out the store, buy a shirt, have a good time. Um, you can usually reach me on Twitter, Zach on Facebook, and our buddy Jordan has been running our Instagram page. So the three of us are super active on the social media scene. Yeah, we scene. just want to talk to you guys. I'm, I'm talking to people all day. It's true. Like, it's crazy. Some people are sending me awesome stuff uh, all day, just having conversations with people. Yeah, it's been super fun, man. Just the the uh, outreach that people have been doing and the interaction that we've been having since we've came back has been... It's been be, really has, cool. ...has exceded my expectations. And yeah, this it's is, been this awesome. is the reason... I know we said this last week a little bit. You know, this is the reason I wanted to do this. So. It's been awesome. Also, it's if you great. guys have any tips, uh, I'm on Reddit. If you have any tips on how to make people not tell me to fuck off on Reddit, that'd be great. Reddit's kind of the Wild West, Ooh. man. Yeah, what Reddit's going to be a tough one to get into. Mm-hmm. With that being said, is it time? Let's get into... Let's a, do it. Clash let's, of Champions. Let's travel to Charlotte, North Carolina for WWE Clash of Champions. Let's start with the kickoff show, shall we? Did you get an attendance at all? No, I didn't. Same. There was like probably, probably like 13,000 people there. You know, it's They probably lied anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. Uh, we are going to start with the first match on the kickoff show, which is Lince Dorado versus Humberto Carrillo mm. versus Drew Gulak, who is the current Cruiserweight Champion. And this is for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, pretty fun match, actually, to open. I mean, what do you expect from a 205 Live three-person match it had everything you wanted i think drew gulak is like the perfect guy to stick in these multi-man matches for 205 live because he has that little bit of a different more grounded style Mm -hmm. that kind of really complimented dorado and carrillo Uh, obviously both guys are great man lince dorado is so graceful his shooting star press is amazing he moves so gracefully that was my big takeaway from the match was just how smooth he is in the air uh this was a fun match uh eventually uh, Humberto Carrillo hits his the Aztec press, which is kind of like a split-legged moonsault kind of kick move. Um, it's sweet, whatever yeah, it is. And he hits that onto Lince Dorado, but Drew Gulak comes in and steals the pin, and he uh, wins the match by pinfall in 10 minutes and 5 seconds to Sir, retain. Did you watch? Did you go back and watch that? Yeah. Did you see the finish? Yeah. Where the ref had to... W- like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to mention please, that. Yeah. Please. Okay. So, when, so Dorado's being pinned by Gulak... And one of his shoulders is like clearly and blatantly off the mat, and the ref's like pointing at him, like so before he can start the count, the, he's got to have like Dorado put his shoulder down, and then he counts. And then Dorado's like, oh, oh, wait, oh shit, you're right. Yeah, so he his puts his shoulder down. down. So it was a bit of a gaff there at the end. Uh, that, even still, a ten minute match. It got the crowd hyped and ready to see a fun pay per view. I gave it three point two five stars. Sure. I also gave it three point two five. Something's missing for me on 205 Live that's still like putting on good matches, but like don't bother now. I, I'm, I mean, we'll get to that, but I, I'm missing the days of Cedric and Buddy. Yeah, as I was champions. about to say, is is it Buddy Murphy that's missing? And Cedric, like yeah. the, b- both of and them, and Mustafa Ali even too. Yeah, and I mean, even going back farther, like Brian Kendrick and TJP. Like, yes, I, I feel like uh, as we'll get to in a minute, because um, I have a discussion question. Um, I feel like that they just kind of have lost characters in a way. Well, and we talked about this on a previous episode. They just need to build those characters. There's just a bunch of new blood, quote unquote, at the top of the 205 live scene. And so they need to get us to know them and why we should care. Yeah. And they aren't, you're right, they're not, they don't seem to be as strong of characters um, as, as those who've come before them. But yeah. yeah, three and a quarter for me. Uh, I gave it, I gave it three stars. The finish just. So one, the Aztec press, as cool as it is, barely connected. It so, did, yeah. So His when, knees grazed the top of Dorado. So when you're telling me that's what it, that's what's gonna, you know, 
keep a guy down. That's uh, that was I, but, the Aztec press is a, it's a weak it's a yes. weak finish. Yeah, there's just not a lot of contact, and then the uh, the whole shoulder thing that drove me absolutely insane. Yeah, that was bad, um, man. And but I did like I did like that this was clearly like setting up a uh, Carrillo Gulak one on one match. So like right away, Gulak went and double kicked Carrillo, who's like his his mentor or his protege, right, his right. protege, I guess. Um, and so yeah, everyone everyone looked pretty good. Carrillo is just flying all over the damn place. I love that. Uh, should we get to the discussion topic? Because I have a feeling I know what it is. So uh, I guess what's next for Two Hundred Five Live? Because it sounds like the show itself is being canceled, and it's. Did you guys catch the announcement? Or the, I guess it wasn't even an announcement. It was basically a conference call. Triple H was asked about it. He basically said it's getting canceled eventually. Like he he was very vague about when, but what we know is that the cruiserweight title and, and the cruiserweights that aren't going to go to the main roster are going to go to NXT. Maybe they'll. I mean, my guess, if I'm just, I'm closing my eyes and, and throwing a dart here, is that they'll that they'll put a lot of those guys in the draft, and that'll kind of be the way to re- reincorporate them back into other rosters. That's just a guess. I mean, that makes makes sense to me, but they work in mysterious ways. I'm gonna be kind of honest. I hate that they're getting rid of it. I don't watch it a lot because I don't have time, um, you know, to watch all the wrestling because there's so much right now. But, like, I feel like getting rid of it is kind of rough. So I have a question. Yeah. And, Luke, this is open to you, too. I I think we can all safely say, out of the three of us in this room, not one of us regularly watch 205 Live. Is correct? Not at all. I think we can also say that all three of us are kind of bummed out that it's going away. Can we agree with that? Yes. Yes. Why? If nobody watches it, why do we care? Well, the, if they're not losing their jobs, mm. the title's not going away, the division's not going away. Why? What? What? What's? I guess just what's? And I'm upset about it too, so I'm guilty of this as well. But why? I couldn't tell you why. I just it's sad for me that I have. What are your thoughts? I think my thoughts on it are they're gonna. They're, I don't know if they're necessarily gonna get buried in NXT. But they're going to be forgotten about it next year when they kind of have their own show right here and their own spotlight right here. Exactly. So they're, they're not going to be on pay-per-views anymore. I mean, maybe on takeovers, which is fine. But I feel like every 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 pay-per-view, what's our favorite match? The well, I mean, on the pre-show, it's the cruiserweight match. But they're but, barely on the pay-per-views anyway. But how many times do we? Is that like the highest-rated match for us? Pretty often. Yeah, pretty often. Pretty damn and, often. Yeah. And I mean. Ali and Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander and TJP and all these superstars came from there. So it's it's kind of disappointing. Well, the only reason it's disappointing for me is just because, like Kyle said, it gives them their own showcase right. and notoriety. Um, but to answer the first question as to what's going to happen, I think just put the cruise. So you're, so you heard that all the cruiserweights are just going to NXT. Can you reiterate that for me? That's kind of what everyone's that's thinking. That's kind of what the yeah the so implication is. Throw the cruiserweight title on NXT. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. the idea. Well, I mean, so that's fine because I think I think that yes, there's a lot less time for it, but you're going to get more eyes on it overall. And you're getting an extra hour every week for NXT. Yes. That's four yeah. extra hours. Well, a month, I was just going to even say I was just going to even say if I didn't if I didn't know that they were going to NXT, just make some time for a damn cruiserweight match every week yeah. on Raw or SmackDown. You know what's funny? Uh, and 2K18, filler. 2K18, which was the last WWE game I like really played a lot. I actually did that in my universe mode. Was I didn't have 205 Live. I just put all the 205 guys on NXT, and then I had that be like the mid card title. So I sure. guess I guess I'm a little bit of a fantasy booker, you know. Not to toot my own. Who knew? Who knew? Toot, 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 you know. Beep beep. That's right. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're all kind of on the same page there. We're disappointed, even though we didn't watch it enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. It's Don't just know funny. what you got till it's gone. Boys. Exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, should we go on to the next match in the pre-show? That is the perfect way to describe this next match, by the way. Mm. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Because mm. this is Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles for the United States Championship that is currently around AJ Styles' waist. This match, if you had to sneeze, this match was over. Uh, I made a joke to Kyle before we recorded that if you just would have watched this match at like three-quarter speed... It would have just felt like a normal 10-minute match. Oh, they were going Because they the squeezed oh like 15 God. minutes of content into a 4-minute and 55-second match. This match was crazy. It was like it was like a TNA match. It was like TNA AJ Styles, like where they're just high-flying, taking big bumps outside. At one point, AJ Styles hits a Styles Clash onto Cedric on the outside. Um, there's a Michinoku driver as the bell rings. Literally the first thing that happens yeah. is the Michinoku uh, driver. For a near yeah. fall. I also, like, I got to say, uh, Cedric Alexander in his hometown, love the Hornets. Uh, yep. The Charlotte Hornets yes. tights that he had, That was he looked great. Um, there's a calf crusher back in the ring. Uh, Alexander escapes, and then that leads almost directly to a phenomenal forearm and a Styles Clash. And as I said, the match is four minutes and 55 seconds, and AJ Styles retains. There was also a Styles Clash. <sighs> there was also a Styles Clash on the outside, and then oh. he brought him in. And yeah. yeah, I said that, pal. Picked up, no, you said uh, phenomenal forearm. I did? Yep. I'm sorry. It was a Styles Clash. Love you. It was an owie-looking one, too. Uh, and then after the match, uh, the OC come out, and they beat down Cedric, just like they did yesterday. Uh, I don't know if Cedric spit in Vince McMahon's coffee or what, <laughs> but man, he's just been getting beat up the last few days. Uh, this match, I'm going to give three stars. Cannot possibly give any more than that, even if I wanted to, just because of the length. I gave it three and a quarter. It was really good for what oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. it was just too short. It was on its way to being a four or five, not five, but a four-star match. Four-star match, match easily, yeah. Easy. Um, it sucks that Cedric Alexander lost because Char- what? Charlotte needs a star because Cam Newton is dead, so... Nice. He's not literally dead, by the way. He's not really dead. He's just hurt. And Campbell Walker's gone. Yep. So they've lost everything. <laughs> um, yeah, three stars. This match was nuts from the start, and to me, it was clearly to to me, it was clearly to establish AJ's dominance again. Yeah, I um, think you're probably right. So, going forward, what do you want to see from the club? How, how would you, how would you book them going forward? Uh, they're going to win the titles from Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, probably. So so heel going to go over heel. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. I, th- I mean, you could even do it in like a four, like a four corners. See, I think I think they're gonna have Rude and Ziggler hold on for a little bit. Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph, Rudolph. Uh, I, I I think I think they're going into a feud with the Viking Warriors. Yeah, that's kind of what they're looking at. Who goes over in that feud? Probably God. the Viking Warriors. The Viking right? Warriors are so good. Oh, no, no, I think it's the I Viking want, Raiders. I want now. the club yeah, to win. Like I want I the cl- too, I want the club to have the belts again, but. Um, I don't know. I just think, like you said, I think the Viking Raiders is probably the next obvious thing. I'm going to sneeze. I just want them to be like the big, brooding, beating up people like they have been doing with Cedric, but maybe they could start branching out now and doing that with other people uh, because they are a super dynamic little faction. And I love it. Yeah, I do too. Shall I move on? I didn't really have to sneeze. False alarm. Yeah, you never sneezed. I was waiting for it. It never came. Me too. Shall we move on to the main show? Sir, please. The main show starts... And uh, uh, as per WWE status quo, pretty good little video package. And we go straight into our first match, which is Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Rudolph for the Raw Tag Team <laughs> Championships that are around the waists of Braun and Seth. What do you guys think about this like ongoing story that they had? I don't think we ever actually addressed it specifically. Just the whole Braun and Seth thing, winning the tag team titles on a whim, having to defend them and then face each other. Uh, what did you guys think of that kind of story arc? Not often do I enjoy the like tag team title wins like that you know but I, I felt this one kind of worked a little bit um i felt it kind of had like that fun rivalry there's been there's been some like i really like like the mvp matt hardy like them winning the tag team belts and stuff like that but then i didn't like 
you know, when Cena and Shawn Michaels won the belts back in the day. But I, I there was something about this one that I did kind of like. I think for me, um, they kind of just have natural chemistry. Yeah, they kind of Which kind of helped a lot. Because um, I'm kind of in the boat with you. Like, I shouldn't like it, but I kind of did. Uh, what do you think, Luke? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It reminded me reminded me of Austin and Michaels yeah. when, they, when they tagged yeah. up. Um, I can see that. Yeah, and... The only thing I don't like is that they keep throwing Braun into a tag team every once in a while, like into tag team action, and I think all it does is diminish everyone else in the tag team era or yeah. area. Sorry, I tell you what, you so know who wasn't just... diminished in this match was Rudolph. Mm-hmm. No, they look great. To be fair, they did get beat up for a majority of the match by Braun Strowman, uh, but eventually, uh, you know, they kind of get back into the action. They're the heels. They start working over Seth. Uh, he gets the the. The jump back on them. He deadlift Falcon Arrows Dolph Ziggler, which I popped for that spot. Was sick. Uh, eventually, the finish comes when Braun, he bumps into, I think it was Rude. Yep. And then Rude bumps into Rollins, which allows Ziggler to hit the Famouser. Or no, I'm, I had the way around. He ran into Ziggler, and no. Ziggler ran into Rollins, and then Rude was able to pick him up and hit the glorious DDT. So, no, you, you were correct. So, Ziggler was on the outside. Oh, or no, okay. Ziggler was right there by the ropes. Um, Braun hit Rude into Rollins and then chased after Ziggler. Oh, that's right. And that's then, right. And yeah. then Ziggler pulled that's the rope right. down and he fell that's through right. it. And then that allows all that nonsense allows uh, the glorious DDT. And uh, with one glorious DDT, Seth Rollins is put down in nine minutes and 40 seconds and Rudolph win the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, it was a predictable match. I think most of us kind of saw the writing on the walls with this outcome. At least I think the th- all three of us were kind of on yeah. that boat. Yep. Sure. Um, and yeah, three stars. It was a fine. Match. Also, we did make predictions last week. I'll get that to okay. at the end. All right, cool. Uh, three stars. I thought it was really good. Uh, I love the Robert Rude Spinebuster, which we'll go into our discussion question after mm-hmm. Luke answers mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, three and a quarter. I enjoyed this quite a bit. I really liked the finish. Um, both Rude and Ziggler have tons of tag team experience. Rude especially. Uh, so they looked great. They had a lot of chemistry, man. Yeah, they did. They worked actually. very well together. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun, but I still think it won't be too long before the OC takes the titles. We shall see. Um, discussion question. Robert Roode hit a big spine buster in this match. He did. Beautiful one. He mm-hmm. did. Besides Arn Anderson, who has your favorite spine buster of all time? Besides Arn Anderson? Because everybody's going to say Arn Anderson, because Arn Anderson is the best yeah. at it. So besides Arn Anderson, who's got your favorite spine buster? Probably Triple H. It's either Trips or Batista, honestly. I'm I'm I almost mean, here with Rude or I Triple mean Rude's H. is really Rude's good. is really I, really I good. I love I love the rocks because it was a setup move, but it wasn't the most impactful. Yeah, that's true. So I, I'm gonna go with Batista actually. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Rude. Cool. We're, well, we're I'm divided. Triple H. Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, that was that. Uh, we're kind of flying through the show, but that's okay. Uh, up next, Charlotte versus. But we'll fly through this one too. Well, hold on. Yeah, Becky promo. Oh yeah, Becky cut a promo. I know that we were talking through it, but I went back and watched it. I was gonna, I was gonna say I tried to listen to it, but Luke would not stop talking. Oh yeah, I'm it. sure it was just me, not the eight other people in the room. It too. was just Luke. He yeah. was just going yeah, down. That's it. Um, um, yeah, Becky cut a promo. It was uh, like Charlie was interviewing her. Right? It was fire. Actually, yeah. I went back She's and listened a good promo, to it dude. and uh, said, basically, I've had the best 12 month stretch in the history of the WWE. W- I can't even do it. WWE. And, WWE. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, and says she's got victory after victory. She's been on game covers, has been has won two titles, main event at WrestleMania, beat Ronda Rousey, and Sasha dyed her hair. Nice. That's what happened in the last nice. 12 months. So. Uh, that doesn't lead to the ma- that match quite yet. First, we have to get through Charlotte and Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, this was fast. This match kind of just happened. Uh, they kind of wrestled around a little bit. 
Uh, uh, Becky at one point like sneakily tur- took off the turnbuckle. Who? Bailey. Bailey. Did I say Becky? Yep. I'm Indeed. on one today. I'm, my ass mm. is boosted today, mm. fellas. Uh, Bailey pulls the turnbuckle pad off, uh, spikes Charlotte's head into it, and pins her, and then grabs the belt and sprints away. In three minutes and forty five seconds, Bailey retains two stars. Some heel shit. Um, I actually kind of gave this more than you. I gave it two and a half. It was way too short, but that ending, I absolutely it very loved unique. it. She used a Ric Flair like tactic to beat Ric Flair's daughter. That's true. I thought that was I thought that was kinda cool. That's true. What'd that, you think, Luke? That and she was desperate because Charlotte was whooping her ass the whole match. Yeah, she yeah. was. Uh, I gave it two stars just because of the length. Um I really liked Charlotte dominating in her hometown. Um and Bailey with the heel move. I mean, we're finally starting to see obviously it started off with her with the steel chairs. But yep. Bailey starting to be more and more of a heel, and her scurrying away just showed just like oh re- dude she booked it yeah I mean sprinted, I loved it just reiterated how lucky like she knew how lucky she was to get yeah. away with that with the title yeah um so I guess I have kind of two questions on this one right let's hear them so let's go with the first one and how do you feel about all these different women like all these different storylines interchanging from Raw and SmackDown and you have like. You have Charlotte, and you have Becky, and you have Bailey, and you have Sasha, and you have uh, uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, and you have all these people just kind of intertwined. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that they need to be split up for the draft? Uh, I'm fine with it for now because the brand split's kind of a thing of yesterday for now anyways. Yeah. As long as when the draft comes, they go their separate ways and they rebuild up the entire division on each show. I'm, I'm kind of fine with it. I feel like they've done a disservice to the women's division. Oh, they have because nobody knows who's heel, who's face. Sure. Who's with who, well, the, who's yeah, on that's what a good shows point because Bailey's like totally playing a heel on raw. And then she's kind of still just like Bailey on SmackDown. She's still coming out to the Bailey buddies and the Bailey music. Yeah. Which I think, I don't know. I, I get the side where it's ironic at this point. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. It's just too much intermingling for me. Like, yeah. Hopefully I want, the draft what, fixes it. I want my roster split. What I do like, yes, I agree with the brand, the roster thing. Um, but what I do like is that when you're on Monday Raw, or excuse me, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, um, there's an excuse for them to actually have these matches on the weekly shows because they actually are intertwined somehow. Yeah. So like the, what, on last night, or yeah, Monday, uh, it was Alexa and Nikki... Wasn't versus Sasha, Sasha and, and Bailey, and so they it gave him a reason. I mean, yeah, was, no, it, it has it has made logical sense. It's and not Nikki, just like, by the way, last night Nikki looked fantastic. Nikki looks fantastic every week, dog. I, I know, but so uh, Alexa got her knee hurt and had to be uh, escorted to the back, and Nikki fought those two off for quite a while, and she looked really, really, really good. Um, yeah, she did. She's great. I love her. Yeah, me too. Um, I guess the other thing I want to bring up is. What are your feelings on the uh, Ric Flair lawsuit? I think it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's I kind of more. out of control. Yeah, I but think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think I, you know, love, 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 love Ric Flair. Oh yeah, but he's he's getting he's getting a little crazy. I think he's getting a little now. Also, this whole man thing, the man thing, has been going on for almost a year now. Yeah, and now he decides. And now he just decides to. He must have a big bill or something. But like, let, let, the, let the people know what what it is before. So basically, Ric Flair is suing suing WWE saying he owns the man. Like he's 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 the, or he's the he. It, it, she's stealing from him. Basically. The originator of the man never yeah. got it trademarked. Yeah, which Nothing. is kind of cr- like you don't see Hulk or not Hulk Stone Cold suing someone for saying hell yeah. Yeah, it's, are we going to sue Ric Flair for Buddy Rogers? Giving yeah, right. Or yeah. What? 
And you know what? And like, if he really is hurting for cash, I'm sure if he called up Vince or Triple H and was like, "Hey, um, I can't pay this bill," they would just be like, "Sure, give me the address. I'll send the bill. I'll send the. Because that's what he says is he's trying to set up his family for after he dies. Yeah. But yeah. but if there is if there is a situation, they would take care of him. Or they because even be they like, take yeah, care just, of anyone. Yeah, either they even be like, come to TV. Here's hundred thousand dollars. I'm just, I'm just saying, like his wife is in the family that includes Charlotte Flair and Conrad Thompson. So I think, I think they'll be fine, no matter what. You're probably right there. And uh, th- there's yeah. still royalties coming in yeah. from oh, video, video games and TV merchandise. And and I'm not taking any shots at Rick because I love Rick. Yes, like he's a he All is one respect. of the best ever, if not the best ever. But man, you got to not do this. Yeah, it's chill a bad, out. it's just a bad chill. look, man. It's a bad look. Take a nap. <laughs> take take a long nap. Shall we move on? Sure. Not too long of a nap. Yeah, though. that's literally <laughs> literally was the thought in my head. I just didn't uh, want to say it. <laughs> Please, Rick. Please, not too yeah. long. Yeah, not too uh, long. Up next is another tag team match. I know we just had a singles match, but just stay stick with me here. The Revival versus The New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships that The New Day currently hold. So, um, good match. Uh this was a good match. I really liked uh, Xavier selling of his injured knee because he got attacked a few weeks ago by the revival and Randy Orton and uh, got his knee all shattered up real good. And he sold the knee really well. He was wearing a brace outside of his tights, which was a nice touch. Uh, and basically the whole match is just Big E is working a lot of the match. He's he's looking great. At one point he gets uh, clotheslined off of the apron by Dash Wilder. That was nuts. Uh, eventually the end does come when they hit a shatter machine to Big E outside, they being the revival, pronouns pal. They come back into the ring, they hit a shatter machine to Xavier Woods, they've got him dead. Instead of pinning him though, they take off his knee brace, they rip open his tights, uh, his tights yeah. and they kind of hit him with like... An inverted figure four? Yeah, or an inverted sharpshooter, I guess, right? Was it? I guess it was more of a figure four, it, you're right. It was a little bit of a mixture of yeah. the two. If you and were... uh, Xavier has to tap. I gotta tell you though, putting trying to put a two-year-old... In a, uh, <laughs> it's tough. In a sharpshooter is a really hard thing. I tried to make Zach's daughter tap out the other night, and I could not. She knows sells on. everything. Dude. Yeah, she she knows. She's a monster. Out. So the revival win the belts by submission in ten minutes and fifteen seconds. This was the longest match on the card thus far. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. What brand's the revival on? Raw. Oh, so there's a raw. They're, now, the, they're the Raw SmackDown tag team titles. Just, so, just, okay. just, just listen, listen, listen. Okay. The listen, Rackdown. Listen. The small. Listen. There is no brand split right now. Then why are we do? Why do we have Raw and SmackDown? Because uh, there's two top. shows. Two shows, no brand split. Uh, wild card, wild card, uh, wild card rule. Wild card. Okay. Cool. Um, that major issue aside, I did really enjoy this match. I gave it three point two five stars. Uh, this kind of just was the trend of the show, right? Like, not great matches, but good matches. The, uh, maybe a couple minutes too short. Maybe the right length. Like that was kind of just the story of the show. This was the status quo for that. Three point two five. Um, I actually gave it three and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I am. S- a sucker for a good tag team match and this was a good tag team match the revival is one of the best in the world and the new day obviously. oh yeah they're both great luke three and a half as well i really enjoyed it and yeah and the Re- revival looked fantastic and xavier obviously he's the most underrated of the of the staple oh, of for the sure. trio oh we're gonna get and to that in a second his, okay his selling ability is really really good question mm-hmm. woods and biggie are they the two most underrated workers on the roster? They're um, right up there, man. I mean, it, it's hard in an era like today where and when ev- where everybody can work. Like this right. isn't like the WWF early '90s days where but, you had like the spectacle of it. Like everyone on the roster can work now for the most part. Um, 
they are kind of slotted in that tag team role. I was gonna say, I mean, when was the last time they had a like a singles program when they're both they both could do it? Big E like had a whisper of a program like a few months. Like, I don't remember who it was against, but yeah, you're right. I mean, but do you remember when he came up and he was still kind of green and was still killing yeah, it with Big like e Langston? Yeah. Yep. I think he could be a world title contender for sure. But I, I and don't Xavier too. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't either. Probably not. So I, I don't. I don't think they're going to break up the new day because they know how special they are together. And which, which don't get me wrong, it's a great thing. But you could have a team of three guys that do their own thing, but are still a team. As long, as long as they're all having fun and oh yeah, aren't disgruntled just with not getting a single. Let it push, go. I mean, I get, I mean, I get that. I just think I think there's more for Big E out there, especially Big E. Oh, probably, probably for sure. Yeah, but if he was, I just a, said probably for sure. If that's not an oxymoron, I don't know what. If, it is. if he goes, you're an singles. oxymoron. Nice. If he go, oh, sorry, you hurt Zach's feelings, man. I quit. If that was autocorrect. Shit, Luke, you're the host now. All right. Well, uh, next match. Um, but anyway, Big E, if he had a singles push, he'd. I don't know. He'd. Ha- it, uh, to me, he'd have to change his gimmick. Somewhat, at least. I mean, Kofi and, didn't. Unless he's just going to be a goofy, pelvic-thrusting world champion. I like Kofi. Kofi is a goofy, pelvic-thrusting world champion? I mean, I, I mean, does he thrust his pelvis, too? I thought that yes, was just they sexy all biggie. Oh, whatever. Anyway, can just keep going. We're, we're stalling here. We're at a dead spot. Hey, Zach, uh, you can come back in the room now. Oh, okay. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, hey man. Sorry. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah, you're hired. Oh, thanks. Up next is going to be Fire and Desire. You missed well, the... You're missing all these promos. It's because no, no, everybody talked throughout every promo. I didn't write promo, any of the backstage Even stuff. while I was turning up the remote as a shut up, and everybody kept talking. What was the backstage segment here? It was uh, Bliss and Cross kind of just talking about how they're going to win the match. R-Truth comes out dressed as a cameraman. There was oh, a boom yeah, mic. This was stupid. There was a boom so, mic yeah. in the camera. So they're clearly using a handheld mic to like, do the interview, but then they have R-Truth like, pretending to be a boom operator. It's like, why would you use a boom mic? You've I mean, already got a mic. Maybe that's what they do. Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say this is that's kind of probably the ironic part that's of this the whole twenty yeah. seven thing. Um, but it was pretty funny. And I then mean, Alexa, Alexa takes the boom mic and goes, "Our truth is in the building." I repeat, yeah. "Our truth is." in but the building. But she's like talking into like the back of it like this, so she's just like, "Oh, that does sound different." It does, yeah. Um, and then like all of the the whole jobber locker room chases after. Yeah, they chase after. It was Hawkins and Ryder first. Maybe we'll see that in the match. Maybe we won't. Up next is Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And by the way, Alexa's got that Harley Quinn look for the first time in a while. Yeah, yeah, true. Love it. Uh, this was a pretty fun match for what it was. In the middle of the match, our truth runs out. Alexa Bliss tries to roll him up unsuccessfully and then the job squad runs out not the actual job squad but the jobbers i wish it was. that would be something yeah they need to do that they could do that uh and then they run away and uh deville kills bliss with a knee she was hitting stiff knees Sonya left looks right fantastic. Yep. uh and then nikki makes a save she hits her finisher <laughs> what's it oh, often the, the draping version oh of the it. elevated whiplash thank I you had to look it up and uh, Nikki and Alexa retained by pinfall in nine minutes and five seconds. Uh, it, it was a pretty good match, but it felt like it never really got going. Uh, maybe because that maybe it's because they had to build around like the whole weird interference in the middle. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of felt like it was getting somewhere good, and then it ended again. Kind of the story of the show. I still gave it three stars. It wasn't bad. It was good. It was a good match. I gave it three stars. Um, I like both these teams. 
Uh, Alexa and Nikki are just kind of becoming more and more special each week. Yeah, and I mean, I, they really I, are. And I really just thought they were going to break up right away, but I'm really enjoying them. Yeah, I didn't think it would last long either. Uh, especially since when it first started, um, Alexa really she was kind of taking I, advantage of her. Yes, and I and I love how they did that because Alexa was super annoyed by her at first, but now yeah. now they're complete homies. It's so like unlike the WWE because how many times have we been doing talking about angles like this where they just rush to the breakup? And I'm so glad that they haven't done that yet. I'm right. glad that they're letting it breathe. I'm, I'm still expecting it to happen, but you know, there's no reason to do it right away. So. I do like Nick. So Nikki got a huge pop when uh, so Mandy was doing her whole pretty, yeah, pretty girl she thing, mocked the and she did like hip, the hip swivel, the, the gyrating hips, and people loved that. That was great. Also, I love Fire and Desire. Like, oh, yeah, they're really I mean, good. I think man. they work. I mean, Sonya's obviously a much better worker. Mandy's gotten so much better. Yes, since she's but been on they the complement each other so well. They're a really sure. good tag team for sure. Did you uh, rate it? Uh, three stars. Yeah, I did not rate it. Yeah, both teams are solid. Nikki is really, really over. Yeah, she is. Um. So I guess the, my question is, when do you split up Bliss and Cross? Survivor Series. That's kind of where I was at too. I yeah. think you start getting the dissension in Hell in a Cell. You have that kind of dissension angle for a month, uh, on and off, and then whatever that match at Survivor Series is, do do the turn then. That's what perfect. I do. And then you end up having the match at like Royal Rumble ish. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say in a couple months. Because they're just about to hit their peak. Oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. I, yeah, Hell in the Cell is probably going to be their peak of of popularity and, I agree and face uh, potential. I agree. Shall we move on? Yes, sir. Was sir. there a backstage promo after this match? Not that I wrote down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that means we are going up next to The Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship, of course. Shinsuke is accompanied to ringside by Sami Zayn, who I is on one. I, I love this whole pairing. I do too, man. It's working. It's working wonders for me. And Shin's IC champ. Yeah, Shin. He, I mean, he's, he's coming out. He's looking like a little bit like New Japan Shinsuke again, man. He's getting that swagger back. He's got the cape. He's got really cool ring gear. He's acting confident again. He's acting like NXT or New Japan Shinsuke again. It, this Sami Zayn pairing seems to have rejuvenated him. Maybe, as well as the actual TV time. Yeah, as well as TV time in the belt. Uh, so Sami is like critiquing the Miz's wrestling throughout the whole like first few minutes of the match. I don't know if this was supposed to happen or not, but Sammy's mic stopped working. I don't think it was supposed to happen because of what happened directly after this. Uh, but my favorite part of this match was when the Miz went outside the ring and he steals Sami Zayn's mic and he hucks it up the he, entrance he ramp. He threw that He far. hit the video board with yeah, it. Yeah, dude. The Jets that was are, hilarious. Hey, Carolina and the Jets are both looking for quarterbacks Yeah, right there now, you go. So there he is. Recruit the Miz. Um Miz looked really good here, uh, but I mean, so did Shinsuke. Man. They both look fantastic. Shinsuke hit a really good transition into an arm bar. We get the sliding German uh, suplex when Shinsuke slides out of the ring. Uh, nice looking figure forward to Nakamura. We get a skull crushing finale, uh, but instead of getting the pinfall, Sami Zayn gets involved, uh, which leads directly into a Kinshasa, Kinshasa, uh, Kinshasa on the ropes, and then another one, a regular one, and Shinsuke retains by pinfall in 9 minutes and 35 seconds. Kyle. You forgot when the Miz stole Sammy's hat. Oh, yeah, he stole his Neff hat. Yeah. And he came into the ring with it and like held onto it for a second. Yeah, it was awesome. It yeah, just cracked it was. me up. Um, 3.5 stars. This was my match of the night up to this point. 3.5 stars. I really like I had no nothing bad to say about this match. I gave it three and three quarters. I thought it was really, nice. really fun. Mm-hmm. It I was. It was it. super fun. And this, the Sami Zayn stuff is killing me. Oh, he's been I, so good. I dude. think he's being utilized. Per- I mean, I'd rather him wrestle, but he's being utilized perfect right now. If he, that they're not going to let him wrestle. I'm right he's there totally you, in the Aiden English role. Yeah. But plus a whole lot more. Yeah. But What'd you think, Luke? Three and three quarters. Really, really enjoyed awesome. it. The Miz. I mean, Shinsuke's 
amazing too. But the Miz, man, he can't do any wrong. I don't think. Like at this point yeah. in his career, he is just every single pay per view. He's great. And it was um, just funny because I was just like lambasting him on his way out to the ring too. Like I'm over the Miz. He needs to be a heel again. And then he goes I, out there and just you, shoves you it down my throat with a fantastic. Fan. And the week before, you're just like, oh, I kind of miss the Miz. Where's he at? And now you're like, oh, I hate Miz. Now you're like, oh, I like Miz again. Speaking of Miz, make fickle. up your damn mind. I'm fickle. fickle. I'm fickle. Stuffy internet fan. Um, um, hold oh. on, real quick. One thing that we talked about while we were watching the show, uh. This was if the Miz would have won the Intercontinental title here, he would have broke the record for most times. all-time reigns, right? Yeah, so he'll get there. Why? Why the hell wasn't that? T- like they mentioned it once. once. They they didn't talk about it because they didn't want to talk about the AEW World Champion. Duh. Uh, yeah, oh, that's Jer- possible. Jericho has the most, and maybe they since he wasn't going to win it, and it was going to just be a one-off match. Probably, maybe they wanted to save that for a more intense rivalry down the road. When it actually mattered when yeah. Chris Jericho loses the AEW Championship. But still, I think maybe. it would have it would have caused probably, us to be more interested. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they they don't want to talk about Chris Jericho because they don't want people to tune in to They're the like, show. Yeah, where's Chris Jericho? Anyway? Yeah, exactly. But, but you know what? They talked about um, who the heck was going to get the record past CM Punk. Was it Brock? Brock yeah. was about, and so they brought that up all the time. Then without mentioning CM Punk, well, that's because he didn't work for their rival organization. Yeah, all right. CM, yeah okay. what was CM Punk doing? Yeah. Getting beat up. <laughs> all right, shall uh, we move on? No. Discussion. Oh, discussion topic. Sorry, I'm dead. Favorite Intercontinental Champion of all time or best? Like, who's your favorite? Who you think's the best? I'm gonna say it. Do the it. Miz. I think yeah, his that's... last few reigns have been so good, mm-hmm. so good. You think he's the best of all time? At Intercontinental he's my favorite champion? of all time. Who's, who do you think's the best? <sighs> That's a tough question. I know. That's why I asked it. Uh, the best Intercontinental Champion of all time, Pat Patterson. Huh. Well, okay. Huh. He was the first. Hmm. But was he the best? Sure. I mean, Honky Tonk had it the longest season. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Honky yeah, Tonk could be up but there. But he's not. Warrior's got to be up there yeah, no matter Warriors what you think about him. Man, you know who one of my favorites is? Who? Randy Orton. Yeah. When he yeah. won Randy it had from, a memorable reign. When he won it Randy, uh, Rob Van Dam. Uh, that's one of the first big feuds I remember. Shawn Michaels. Shawn think, Michaels think, was great. I mean, Benoit was a really good IC yeah, champion. Christian was. was good. Jericho was good. There, there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. Um, If I had to pick the best of all time, I'm going to go with the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. That was such, such a long, like, fun reign. Um, yeah, it was. And he, I mean, he was a dick. My, my personal favorite would... Oh, man. My personal favorite... It might be... Christian. I knew you were gonna say Christian. Um, I almost said it with you. Didn't didn't Debry have it for a while and brought it back to prominence? Or was yeah, that the did, U.S. title? Didn't he win it at the ladder match at WrestleMania one year and then get hurt like right after it and retire? Yes. So he didn't really give it a run. run so okay, maybe it was the U.S. title. What the heck? I've got it? it. Okay, who? Zack Ryder. Whoa, that- whoa, whoa! Hey, what about Kevin Owens? He had a couple really good. Runs oh, he too. did. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I'm going. Christian's my favorite. Honky Tonk Man's the best. I'm saying that Honky Tonk's my, the best. Miz is my favorite. Uh, okay, uh, Honky Tonk's the best, and Jericho, I think, is my nice. favorite. Those are some good answers. Yeah. Those are good answers. I would love. I would. We're lo- good at what we do. I would love to see a fatal four-way intercontinental match with everybody on the mic first between the Miz, the Honky Tonk Man, Christian, and Jericho today. And, no, just like. <laughs> like all primes, their primes. primes. Can you imagine the, the be mic fun, work dude. between be that? Fun. Mm. Shall I you could send Pat Patterson in there too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, was there a backstage segment after this match? Not that I wrote Maybe down. you should watch the show. I did watch the show. Sasha Banks versus Becky Kinch, as I wrote down in my notes. Uh, of course, I mean Becky Lynch. For the Raw Women's Championship, which is around the waist of Becky Lynch and has been firmly around her waist since the main event of WrestleMania. Good. Well done. <sighs> 
I'm, right. I'm on one. Uh, Sasha is going to eventually win this match, but not before we get to a whole adventure. This, they just, they were fighting all over the place. So the ref goes down with the weakest chair shot I've ever seen a ref take. Well, this poor braced, man, he braced way too this early. poor man was so afraid of getting this chair shot. He telegraphed the hell out of it. Becky Lynch was going to hit Sasha, wallops the ref. Who turns and it hits him in the arm. Yep, and then Becky Lynch just starts beating Sasha, and then they fight. Okay, I gotta ask, though. Yeah. Just to be fair, if I took a baseball bat and hit you really hard in the arm, you're, you're not gonna like that either, right? Yes. You're gonna like it? I'm gonna like it. Yes. You're not You're not gonna, like, be hurt? I'll say ow and say thank you. Uh, All right, at any we're rate, gonna test this theory after mm, this. At any rate, the ref is dead. Um, there was good wrestling. There was good wrestling before this, by the way. Some nice transitions into disarmers and bank statements, and some good wrestling. The ref dies, and they go fighting through the concourse. They're fighting by food carts. Sasha Banks gets covered in mustard at one point, and they're just fighting all through the arena. Also, there's a disarmer up in the aisle. Like yeah, she puts through like one of the like the guard the handrails. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, eventually, they get back to the ring. Okay, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's up? Fans, do not touch the wrestlers. Yeah, oh, stop, you, you stop groping the ladies. That, yeah. that is sexual assault. Do not do that. Yeah, the dude, Thank you for the, the PSA. Dude, the dude grab. Certainly do not grab. Please do Sasha's not grab ass. the guys or the girls or anybody. Unless they tell you you can Unless and you're alone. The only time it's acceptable is if Zach is fighting Marco Stunned. Man, I want this match to happen. We'll get to that a little bit later. So the, they can touch Zach or Marco? Both. Oh. Yes. All of the fans touch me. Mm. Um, Stop. Eventually, they get back into the ring. There's a big brawl. Uh, a bunch of guys come in. Uh, fresh uh, Sore Knuckles, Mr. Sore Knuckles himself. Pat Buck. Comes into the ring. <laughs> and uh, he breaks things up. It's explained that Sasha wins the match by disqualification because Becky inadvertently hit the referee with the chair. So Sasha wins. Becky retains. The crowd's a little confused by this, as was I. Um and that's the end of the match. Uh, Becky w- walks away like no she No bell won. ever rang. Yeah. Becky walks away like she wants something. And her music played and like her she wants something. Played. I don't like that. Um, so do you want to know what I wrote about the summary of this match? Because I always do like a one to two sentence summary. I said, really good match with a confusing wet fart of an ending. What'd you give it? 3.5 stars because it was super fun. All right. I gave it four. Mm. I really loved this match. This, was your, this is your Austin match. Th- this is my Austin match, I guess. I don't even think that's overrated though. No, no? I, I mean, I think this was a really, really good match. I thought I had four and a quarter written down till the ending. It was super fun. Dude. If it yeah. wasn't for that ending, I would have probably given this match four and a quarter. It was super I fun. It was super good. I loved them fighting through the crowd. Um, they're both great. I love the disarm her in like Luke was talking about through the railing and through the chair. Yeah, both were awesome. Yeah, back when they got brutal. the ring. Yeah, and, brutal. And Sasha's meteoras are just fantastic. I had that in there too. Josh is great, man. This was the second longest match on the card, too, by the way. So I gave it four. So, Luke, you're up. Uh, I give it three and three quarters. Um, I know a lot of people, once once you start getting out into the crowd and doing that sort of a thing, a lot of people start knocking the match down a peg. But they had already laid the groundwork. Obviously, that chair shot was weak, but they would already laid the groundwork and done great work in the ring. And so I thought it just added to it, honestly. I think some, yeah. I think sometimes a match goes out in the crowd to do that, and it just doesn't work. But right? that's because they didn't do shit in the right, beginning, they, they right? Just, yeah, they just go out there and they just start brawling, but this was perfect. But yeah, I this, mean, told, this had an arc to They it. were the right amount of brutal. Uh, just like Charlotte, Becky was going for blood. Yep. 
And so I, I like that story they were telling there. Really, really, the four horsewomen showed up. I know that was a quick match with Bailey, but I they did great. Yeah, they all had good showings for yeah. sure. All right, so I guess it was something we kind of had a little bit of an argument about mm. during the show. Who has had the better career so far, Sasha Banks or Becky Lynch? Okay, I have I have one conditional question before I give my answer. Do, Does NXT count? Wrestling career. Career. Sasha Banks. Okay, why? Because she, more than any of the other horsewomen, I think, in my opinion, uh, showed what the potential and the future of the women's division could be. And she was one of the big trailblazers for me when she came to the main roster. Um, it's really hard to choose her because the last like seven months of Becky's career yeah. has been fire. Explosive. But I think when you look at some of Sasha's career highlights, you know she was the first ever Women in Hell in a Cell match. Tag She's team. a four or five time WWE Raw Women's Champion. Uh, she won the first inaugural Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, she's a better wrestler. She's a better wrestler. Uh, I mean, nothing against Becky, I think. If you're taking the whole body of work, though, I very by a very slim margin, I'm gonna go with Sasha. I'm gonna go with Becky, and I'm gonna make a comparison to Stone Cold on this. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold did not have the longest career, right? Right. But he had a better career than a lot of people. He may not have been the better because wrestler. Of the peak. Exactly. And Becky's peak over the last year, she may have ended WrestleMania. She won the Women's Royal Rumble. She may have invented She's, the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. She may have invented the, the first all-women's pay-per-view. Can I say Charlotte? Can that be my answer? Well, no, no, because I think everybody kind of agrees Charlotte. She's oh, the okay. GOAT. Yeah. Um, she's on a video game. She's the first woman to be on a video game cover since China. She literally won both belts at yeah, WrestleMania. She won both yeah, belts at the same Ronda time. She beat Ronda Rousey. She beat Ronda Rousey. I mean, it's hard not to pick I'm Becky. going to say Becky. Stop. You can't... You you did this last week too. I can't remember what. Don't tell my dad what to do. But I yeah, I'd, I'd go with Becky. Just I mean you. You convinced me. What do you want? No, You're very persuasive. I, I, it, well, it's a tough. I call thought I anyway. thought you were picking Sasha. So last so yeah, so he the other flip flopped too. No 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 no. Well, he did. I was flip going flop on air here. Yeah yeah. I was going. I was going back. And <laughs> I'm forth, not ashamed. But I mean yeah, dude. She was she main event in WrestleMania. Won both belts. I mean the yeah, when you really think about it like insane. that, it's it's a little more one sided than you might think. But Sasha's heel gimmick. Sasha's the best female heel in the company. Oh, period. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not taking anything Shana from Baszler Sasha. Shayna Baszler is pretty close. Because Sasha was in the first women's Hell in a Cell and first women's tag team champion. She's had and the NXT run. So right. it's it's very close. But they gave the man the world. I just oh, got yeah, I just got to ask you, Zach. You're yeah. a Seahawks fan, right? Yeah. So if they lose to New Orleans this week, are you going to be a Saints fan? No. Ooh, oh. fair weather. Yeah, we got a little fair weather here. I said mm. no. Mm. Uh-huh. Seahawks lose all the time. I don't automatically bounce. I don't fans. think they lose all the time, pal. Mm. That's the Mariners you're thinking. Of. <laughs> oh yeah, dang. Sorry. Shall I move on? Yes. Up next, stupid, stupid, stupid. This match was stupid. Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston. Kyle, can you give your w- best? Give me your best, stupid. Stupid. <laughs> God damn it. This match makes me want to sleep. This match sucked. Please. Brian Zane gave this match three and a half stars, by the way. I don't know who that what is. What match is from Wrestling with Regret? It's a very popular wrestling YouTube channel. You should watch it. He's very good. But Brian Zane, I got to call <laughs> you out right now. What were you thinking yeah, giving this match three and a half? I'm sure he is. Mm-hmm. What were, he's a local guy, too. What were you thinking giving this match three and a half stars? This match sucked. This yeah, match sucked. Very slow. This match was so Randall boring. went through the motions. Can I, I can, am so over Can Randy I Orton, tell you guys? my favorite spot in this match, though? Yeah. The frog splash cross body by Kofi Kingston. Yeah, wasn't that beautiful? Oh, my God. That dude, that dude moves. And it's a shame. I mean, I'll get to it after the match. 
it's just shame how this title run's gone because like he's so good and some of it's been so good and some of it's been so bleh. I just don't out of all the feuds I get that Randy and Kofi had a history out of all the feuds why did this have to be the one that just continues and continues uh, just I, end it man I just I, I'm so over Randy Orton in these big main event end spots it. I just, I'm so over it you guys he's just he's not a bad he's an excellent wrestler he, he had a beautiful be. drop kick. His draping DDT is one of the best looking DDTs you'll ever find. Snap Can I make slam. a comparison? Yeah. Savage and WCW. Mm. Yep. Fantastic wrestler. Yep. Went through the motions most of the time. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a really good apt comparison, I think. Because Randy Savage could have outworked anybody. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Bret Hart went in the few matches he had in WCW. I, th- I think with the Bret Hart one, and I'm going to give a little credit to Bret. Okay. He was not in his right mind. Right. This that wasn't a. I'm so good. I I can just go through the motions. That was. I just lost my brother. Yes. I just. WWF doesn't want me. WWF and I was me part just of the biggest a, scandal in wrestling history. A breakup, even though it's caused by myself. Mm. Um, British Bulldog died. You yeah, know, that's true. You lost your your another friend. You know, I don't I don't want to put that all on Brett's shoulders, and I don't want to put that com- like this onto Brett. Sure. But I just think that like Orton. Orton is so good, and he knows he's so good that he doesn't have to put in the effort that a guy like a Ricochet who is trying to make it up has to, or a guy like Kofi who's trying to hold on to this spot has to. Before before uh, the fans call us out on this, I do think Bulldog passed away after, after WCW. WCW. Yeah, but but I completely I totally understand your point. Um, I, back to swing this back to Randall Keith Orton. He reminds me a little bit of the Reign of Terror era Triple H, like Evolution era Triple mm-hmm. H. Definitely, that makes a lot. Where of Where he's sense, just right? slow, plodding, and methodical. And this in 2019, like we're going, we're heading to a steam train to 2020. There's just not really a place for that in pro wrestling when you could have somebody equally intense that might mix it up, that might not just go through the motions. You know, I I don't know what he's done to deserve another title shot you know right besides it's, just being he's a Randy name Orton. he's a name yeah yeah um i i do so you know what's bad i was definitely wrong about bulldog by the way he was not dead he just went he, to wwf yeah he went back to wwf yeah that's what which, means which probably upset brett too oh i'm sure um sorry to cut you off oh no you're fine man um i think and, and they even tried to make it a big deal that randy went to that dark place for the first time in a long time he tried to punt kofi i did like that I but but there was nothing. It didn't get the reaction that should have because he does that shit anyway. Like he not he, the punt. I was okay. I was gonna no, say no, he hasn't punted. But he goes. But he goes through this normal Randy Orton shit anyway. So they tried to make it seem like oh he's going reaching into that dark place. He's desperate. But it's like yeah, we've seen this. Yeah, I mean, it, we've seen this. I, get a screwdriver and twist his damn ear. If this right. was like your type no. of match, like I get it. Like it just isn't for me anymore. Would you, you know? give it? Two 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 and a half, because there was some. Is that actually what that says, or did you leave and lower it further? Uh, two and a half. Okay. I just had to find it again. Okay. Uh, it was Kofi eventually wins, by the way, because a punt gets countered nicely into a trouble in paradise, and uh, Kofi wins by pinfall in twenty minutes and fifty seconds. This was the longest match on the card, and it felt, it felt like it. Especially that first ten Listen, minutes. Listen, I gave it two and a half. Mm-hmm. Because well. there were some cool spots. And there were some cool spots. The Trouble in Paradise, the RKO to nowhere, the Frog Splash from the top. Snap the, Power Slam. That. <clears throat> excuse me. Nothing was botched. There was nothing wrong. I mean, these are two super, super solid workers. It was just boring and long, and it was just. I just can't get in the Orton matches anymore. Do you think part of it's just that he's been in the main event scene in WWE for so long? It's just. The fatigue's going to be there before the bell even rings? Because I know for me, that's a factor. 
Y- of course. Yes and no. Because when Shawn Michaels was and Chris Jericho and uh, were main eventing every show, even John Cena to an extent and Edge to an extent, they were main eventing. And Undertaker, like through that 2005 through 2010, it was those guys all the time. All the time, yeah. And I didn't really get sick of them because of overexposure. Cena maybe a little, but I still loved watching Edge and Michaels work these main event programs throughout their whole career. So the difference, I think, there is back then the rosters weren't quite as, I mean, not nearly as deep, let's be honest. And Randy's just, at this point, with the amount of talent, with the amount of people we want to see in that spot, he doesn't deserve to be in that spot. He's not good enough the way he's working right now to be in that spot. Okay, the thing is, he is good enough. He just doesn't care enough. Well, then uh, show yeah. me he's good enough, because uh, I haven't seen it in a Luke, long time. Luke, before we discuss this further, because I do want to discuss this further, what did you give this match? Oh, uh, two and three quarters. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard, right? Because What was the last uh, What Jeff was the Hardy. last Randy Orton feud that you were super into? Jeff Hardy? I wouldn't say I was super into it, but I was into it. And uh, that, that match was match awesome. That one was really yeah. good, yeah. Not um, the feud, necessarily. When I think about my last favorite Orton feud, I've The Shield. Mine. Wow. When it was Evolution versus The Shield? Yeah. I don't remember anything else that Bray Wyatt like it's it started I was gonna me there. Go with Bray Wyatt, yeah, yeah, that's but what it, I was gonna it, do. it it just the it just yeah. The thing with the Bray out. Wyatt feud was that everything that happened was really interesting, and then the bell would ring. And right. They had no chemistry. They had that House of Horrors match. They had that, the stupid match at WrestleMania. But but with the Shield with those matches, they were all super good. But Triple H, Batista, and Orton were so fantastic against the Shield. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a very good point. And, and Randy I, and Randy was inspired. Well, and yeah, and to piggyback off that, this this rivalry just hasn't felt like it's had any juice to it. No, they're it started out that way. They're relying solely on their past interaction, as that is not a way to build a current feud. There's been nothing to this except for stupid. I called you stupid in 2009. We're gonna make it. We're gonna. That's the that's what we're building this on today, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Randy Orton Heat Club. I'm sorry, man. There's plenty of room here. I'm sorry, out. but there's just this this whole rivalry has killed Kofi's momentum. Not that he had a ton of it going into it, but so, whatever he had is gone. For can me. we can we use this transition to for your discussion? Yes. Yeah. Smackdown the Fox. Who do you want Kofi the feud with for his first title feud? Brock Lesnar. Hmm. You want me to give my idea? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Braun he- Strowman heel turn. Oh yeah. Goes to SmackDown. And ends up facing Kofi. I'd like that. I'd like and that. And that's what ends it? I think that would eventually end it. I would have Kofi beat him at least once or twice. Having, ha- I mean, to your point, having Braun go to SmackDown and then having him eventually win that title would be the perfect way to just flush all of the negative th- thoughts yes. associated with all Braun the down listen, the toilet. Listen, listen, a listen, fresh listen. start. Braun's a joke right now. Uh, th- this helped build him up again, but this guy, this guy can take out six guys at once, right? You... You could put him against Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, mm-hmm. The Rock, John Cena. He's going to take them all out at one time, right? But then Seth Rollins beats him. He he destroys the whole main roster Yeah, and then gets beat by Seth Rollins. Yes, clean. However, it took literally everything. Which, we'll, we'll which did that. make him stronger, right? Yes, yeah. But but you, do you get where I'm coming yes. from? That like he's so easily... But then tell me, okay, so if you're going to book it that way, okay. tell, me, tell me how Kofi's going to win a match clean. How is he going to beat Braun Strowman in a match? You could use his veteran instincts, trick him, you know, 
something like that. I'm just saying. So you're with gonna what, have you're gonna Braun lose his cool and get disqualified. Yes. Okay. So yeah, uh, I guess I was asking if it was clean because from what we saw, it took Seth. I mean, Seth. We'll get we'll go over it, but it took what three curb stomps and a pedigree. Right. So, what, what, what Kofi doesn't have that sort of an offense. Right. And but I mean, he can come out of anywhere too. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. you could have Braun lose his cool and destroy Kofi, or you could have the New Day get involved. Sure. Or you could even have somebody else get involved that ends up setting up bronze next feud sure some sort of crazy roll-up or something who yep knows? exactly yeah I, I, I so get... who do you want to see kofi face um i mean i'm sick of i'm sick of ko not doing something i mean he is doing something obviously yeah he's fired yeah i i just i want You'll that to, tomorrow i want that to be done i want ko back in the title picture that's my that's my selfish reasons guilty pleasure whatever i want kevin owens to be at the forefront and i think he'd be great for kofi i think he'd be great they had a good match. Yeah. They did. Um, shall we move on? Uh, sure. Are we done with the uh, hatred fest? Dude, we, we went off. We really did. I just, I had to get it off my chest, I, man. That was, almost, that was almost just as much time going over that match in the, like, the last four. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just, I, I just had to get it off my chest. Yeah. You, know? you and I'm me both, I'm super disappointed. Brother. You and me both. Uh, up next, I was not disappointed by this next match. Yes. This is Roman Reigns versus Rowan in a no DQ. Rowan big Reigns? Hoss. Ro- Rowan. Roman versus Rowan. Have fun with that one uh, in a no DQ brawl. Um, this was a super fun match, actually. Really good. Uh, Roman is, is really excels in these types of matches because he's not afraid to bump. Mm-hmm. The bulletproof vest helps, but he's not afraid to bump. <laughs> the flak jacket. And uh, there was some actually fun, unique stuff. They did a callback to the camera jib spot from SmackDown. This time, Roman uses the, the crane, the jib, to use as a weapon on Roman. At one point, Roman like peeled up one of the... Like, the the rubber supports for the LED board on the apron, and then like mm-hmm. slammed him into it. Let's okay. So say Reigns, say Reigns for Roman, and then Rowan. Is yes, Rowan. okay, I'll do that. Okay. So uh, Reigns uh, basically just got beat up a lot in this match, uh, but he he dished out some he's punishment really, of his own. Dude, he's really good at getting his ass kicked. Oh yeah, he is. He he does. I mean, I know that he's always played that underdog like Superman role. Oh yeah, but he but, always gets beat up and then he comes out. And uh, he's got that think, hero archetype. Down. I think I think the no holds barred matches are really where he They're shines. Perfect for him. Yeah, really where he shines. Um, he does manage to get a nice Samoan drop on uh, Rowan. That's is Reigns. Um, my favorite part of the match, besides what we'll get into in a second, was when. Uh, did, uh, trying to think of the, the double way. chokehold. Yeah, so he has uh, Rowan has Reigns and like this double chokehold, and he deadlifts him onto his shoulders and power bombs him through an announce table. That was impressive. That was amazing. That was maybe my favorite spot on the whole show. I oh, it was amazing. I, I hooted and hollered for that man. That it was, was amazing. so cool. Uh, eventually, and that was the only uhu wee hee haha moment in this match <laughs> because a little bit later on in this match, they're fighting on the apron. You know uh, what this means. You know what this means. Roman is getting tossed. He's getting ragdolled all over the place. He gets up. Suddenly, a, a very large man, big boots, uh, reigns. And you're thinking, well, I don't remember Rowan wearing that shirt. It's Luke Harper. Balding Luke black hair. Harper. Who does not want to listen to us? No, we had a fun interaction yes, with please, Luke Harper. Please tell, tell the audience so Kyle about that. DM'd, Luke Harper's DMs are like famously open. So Kyle DM'd him on Twitter recently. This was like a month ago. And I was just like, hey, man, how about you check out our show? Maybe give us a listen, retweet us. And he sends back, no, question mark. Yeah, no. No? Uh, so I, I replied and I said, hey, man, we just had to shoot our shot. You know, I guess it was an air ball this time. And his response was great. He said, it wasn't an air ball. It, it hit the rim. It was just the delivery. So bad yeah, delivery. Bad release. Yeah, bad release. So. Yeah. Thank you. For he that. plays 2K clearly. I thank, can tell. Thank you, Harper. Uh, yeah. So they come up. They beat up Roman. They iron claw slam him. 
Uh, Which I love the Iron Claw Slam. I do too. And Rowan wins the match by pinfall in 17 minutes and 25 seconds. What'd you give it? Three and a half. This is a fun beat 'em up brawl. Hey, I gave it three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. I was I was being very nice this I guess this show compared to you. <laughs> no, we're on the same page. Okay, we're at least close. me and Luke are. Um, I really enjoyed this match, and I gotta say this: since Reigns has came back, maybe it's because he's not in the title picture as much. He's been delivering. Yep. Outside of that WrestleMania match with Drew McIntyre, he's I can't think of any other like stinkers that he's had. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think he's been pretty good almost every match. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. been booked fairly well. Yeah, I agree. And I think the Luke Harper com- uh, return was, a sh- it was, was great. such a shock and they kept it such a secret that no internet had it. Like, Yeah, nobody saw that coming. Um, so that, Which is kind of wild when you think about it. And Rowan winning because I think we all picked... Roman Reigns and Luke said he was going to destroy him. Who? What? The Roman was going to destroy him? Yes. Yes, I did say that. You did. And so I, I mean, the, I was the, wrong. Sh- the shock. Yeah, I mean, it was a, yes. that was a big, a big. I mean, if I was going hot takes, I guess I should have said Roman, but oh well. What did you give the match, Luke? Um, I gave it three and three quarters. Nice. I had a ton of fun with it. Like we said before, Roman really shines in this situation. Um, Rowan is underrated, and he's he's very fun, fun big dude. And in a in a pay per view that was clearly about transition and getting to Hell in the Cell, we got an awesome surprise. Yeah, we did something we didn't expect at all. And guys, I mean, I know we don't want to admit to being worked because we're fucking smarks and whatever. But how many times now have multiple WWE wrestlers made it seem like they're disgruntled and then came out and worked everyone? I d- this is a little. Di- I definitely think Harper was disgruntled though. Yeah, I do too. But um, I, I don't do? think he was ever leaving. No. So, yeah, so the Revival did it. Yep. Sasha did it. Yep. I think there's a lot to Sasha's stuff, but I don't think she wanted to leave. I think she was just burnt out. Yeah, I think she just wanted time the, off. The, Chronicle, like, the Chronicles thing made it seem like she really just wanted to retire. Yeah, kind of. She was really? just burnt out yeah. and depressed. That, um, yeah. It's really good. Uh, yeah, what's your discussion topic? I have a feeling I know what it is, but... Where does this leave Daniel Bryan for all this? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go with this at all. That was my question. Um, I think... Daniel hasn't been on TV since Rowan killed him. I think again, he's not actually dead. I think when he comes back, it'll be like they were never together, I, and he'll just go on being Daniel Bryan. How much time do you think he's got off? A couple weeks more, maybe. Maybe he'll show up when on the first episode uh, uh, on Fox. Hell in a Cell. Ro- Rowan and Harper are facing Roman and a and, tag team partner, and that and tag team Daniel partner Bryan. Be, ends up being Daniel. And then you can go either way. That you could nah, have Daniel nah, turn nah, on nah. him. In that match, yeah, yeah, and yeah, still yeah. be heel. And I need heel Daniel Bryan back. So you, yeah, you could go either way. He's too good as a his, heel. His he, role, go ahead. Sorry. He could say that he was not involved in that whatsoever, and it was all Rowan. And then he could turn on Reigns and align himself with Harper and Rowan. Yeah, his his yeah. Yeah, and be the new Bray, basically, right? Be the leader of those two. Um, sure, but or if they're just like Nirvana. Nice, uh, Daniel. I don't know. Now his role in this whole storyline just seems very strange. See, that's why I think they're going to go away from it. Yeah. I think when he comes back. Either that or they're going to, he's going to come back around. Like Kyle said, I think. Yeah, I think one of the two, right? As much as I don't really want to see that, the tag, that tag match with Roman and Brian, um, I think that that's very reasonable and a a good prediction. As long as we don't get, I just, I really don't want him to come back as like babyface Daniel Bryan again. No, the, I want him to be the new Daniel Bryan. I don't think they'll Bryan. do that because he's no one, so no one is hungering heel. for yeah. that. No one, he's his heel shit has not gotten old. No, oh, it's been fantastic. Yeah, so. whatever's next, I'm sure it's great. Also, uh, side note, I really don't just don't do the Bludgeon Brothers thing again. Like I liked them, but yeah. Rowan just be has Harper his, and Rowan. They have their own yeah, thing. They don't need hammers, on. man. Yeah. Also, uh, 
we uh, talked about because every pay per view, this is just random. Every pay per view we talk about the uh, or they advertise that titles yeah. on WWE Shop are percentage off. And you guys, if you were to get a title, you guys pick Daniel's. I might get the Daniel Bryan yeah, title. Get the Daniel I Bryan love that title. title. I'm I'm not gonna lie, mine my, my pick is Million Dollar. I just I love that nice. title That's so a good much. Title. It's, it's, a good title. it's just awesome. It's it's fun. Shall we move on? Yes. Do it. It's main event time. Main event time. And for the second time, we're gonna have two big boys in action. One boy's a little less big. We're the big boys. Uh, yeah, Braun Strowman. He's big. Braun versus Seth Rollins Get for the Universal Championship. Uh, Strowman comes out hot, just starts beating down on Seth until Seth He's manages mad. to get him down, and he hits a big boy frog splash for a zero count. Uh, and I also... Wait, who hit the frog splash? Uh, Seth Rollins. Oh, this is the one I wanted to talk about. Keep going. Uh, Braun goes hard into the post with a classic Braun into the post spot. Braun gets thrown o- over the announce table. Then we get twin suicide dives, which break the table. Uh, and then a little bit later, uh, Seth's in the middle of the ring, down. Braun Strowman mm. gets his big boy body. Which is hilarious because this is like shades of the Unforgiven 2001 with Big Show got yeah. up there. <laughs> he, but this time, yeah. instead of uh, getting shoved down, he, wobbly feet and all, gets on the top rope and hits a Rey Mysterio-esque splash. And I just want to point out, in my notes, I wrote, I'm going to call this 405 Live. And then Renee Young Renee stole, stole my joke, joke last night. Because she was talking about the, Ivar. The only good joke she had all night. Yeah, it was, too. And she stole mine. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he hits the splash, and Seth is dead. But, oh, behold, Braun Strowman have injured his knee on the splash, which means he can't get the power slam, which means that one stomp for a one count. Mm-hmm. Two stomps for a two count. A third stomp for, for another two, two count. count. And then what? He goes for another stomp. Braun gets up, goes to the power slam. He can't do it again because of his knee. Pedigree. A pedigree, a fourth stomp. And Seth Rollins retains an 11 minutes. I really like this match. What'd you give it? Four stars. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. I yeah. really like this. Yes. Seth Rollins, man, as much as much as you might want to say... So we're all on four stars? Yep, we're all yes. four stars. Uh, yes, as sir. much as you might want to say that Seth's been a dork and they're kind of killing his character, when, when it comes time for him to put the company on his shoulders and deliver a main event performance against whoever it is that he's going against, he has consistently delivered maybe more than anyone else on the roster since... Well, that's the, the thing. Twenty nine, a little bit of the bubbly. You send him out there; he's not going to he, disappoint you. He he's, always puts on a good match. They're just yeah. trying to push him to be too cool. Exactly. And if you yeah, push somebody to be too yeah. cool, they look dorky. When he's it a comes, dork. when it comes to mic work, that's that's where he's looking dorky. Yeah. But dude, he looks amazing in the ring every single yeah. time. And every time he's out there, there's a smattering of boobs. And by the end of the match, everyone's behind him. And it was the case here. Uh, just a great match. Is he getting booed that bad now? A little bit. Sometimes I mean, it was worse. It was worse the last show. At SummerSlam, there was a lot of booze for him at SummerSlam. This was definitely a more favorable crowd, but they were also really into Braun, too. Um, I like this Braun, match hey, so much. Hey, Braun was a part of a four-star match, man. Yeah. He looked great. Yeah, he did. All right. Discussion question oh. for this match? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we'll get... Are they doing a disservice to Braun Strowman by putting him in, I believe this is number seven or eighth title match that Absolutely. he has lost? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. It's a Samoa Joe effect, right? Yes. Right. You can only lose a title match so many times before and now, it's a, and, and he doesn't really seem like a viable competitor anymore. That's why I think a move to SmackDown has to happen it, for Me him. too. It has to happen. Because he has lost in these universal title matches to Lesnar, to everyone. Yeah. So, we we um, Zach was uh, away for a second or two there, but we talked about Kofi and, and the Braun thing, right? Yeah. Um, if they were to face on when SmackDown goes to Fox. So, it took Seth Rollins to beat him clean. Which should probably shouldn't have happened, but to beat him clean, it took four stomps and a pedigree. 
Okay. What the hell kind of offense would Kofi break out that, that would even, how would he beat him clean? That's How a really good point. That's a really good point. I mean, it'd have to be like 10 Trouble in Paradise. Braun, Braun would... Yeah. <laughs> Three and, and SOSs. Like, yeah, and like 10 boom drops. Yeah. Yeah, Braun... I, if that were to happen, I think Braun's got to win that first match right away and do the shock factor. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But, but, back, but back to this one. I mean, yeah, they looked they looked great. All right, so before you give the grades, Luke won our poll. Well... He went 9-2. and two. Me and Zach both went 7-4. We, we've got some other stuff before we give the grades. We got something that ended the show, fellas. We got something that happened after the so as Yeah, come on. What are you doing? So as uh, Seth's celebrating with his belt, he stands at the apron. We get the signature, or the ramp, I'm sorry. We think the show's over. The <laughs> lights go out. And there's The Fiend. And right as I was bragging, because everyone and everyone we were watching with was like, The Fiend's definitely showing up. And I'm like, I don't think he is. That's my hot take. <laughs> and, and as he was celebrating with the belt, I was like, I told you, no Fiend. The second I said that, the lights go out. I'm like, well, here he is. And he shows up. He, Sister Abigail, Seth, and then the lights go down. They come back up. He mandible claws him. He's holding him and by And then he his holds hair. his corpse, and we go off the air. Ooh. Spooky. Spooky. And, and, and I really love, like, I love... Uh, the fiend just screaming while he's got the man. Oh, call. I love it, man! Screaming, I love it. Uh, Seth sold it really well too. Good, it's a great character work. And that's how we go off the air. And Hell in a Cell, man, the fiend's winning that title, right? <sighs> right, he's, he's winning that Damn title at Hell in a Cell. Well, Damn I mean, it, we're we're gonna get to that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Now go ahead. And yeah, start, buddy. Do so Luke went nine and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Zach both went seven and four. Mm. I didn't count the uh, King of the Ring matches in there because it happened on Raw the next night. Yeah. But we still all would have got that right. So Luke won that. And now give your grade for the show. Yes. I am giving it a B minus. I know that sounds a little bit harsh. Uh, I do think it was maybe one of the weaker pay-per-views of the year. But that's just because WWE's been hitting these pay-per-views out of the park. Um, It was mostly a hit or miss show. Mostly misses. Uh, Not misses. uh, Just mostly stuff you didn't really have to well, I, I could have not watched the show, and for the most part, I felt like I wouldn't have missed anything. But you know what's crazy? We're totally spoiled because like almost all these were three stars or more. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like Everything was just good. I, I feel like until that main event, there was nothing that was like blew me away. Even that was a really good main event, but it wasn't like a can't-miss thing. you know. So B-minus for me. Wasn't a bad show, though. I give it a solid B. Mm-hmm. Like a B-minus B you know, in the middle there. Because uh, He's Pr- doing it again. Pritchard did it not too long ago, too, so I can do it, too. Um, <laughs> I thought... Almost every match was pretty solid, I thought. But, I mean, there just wasn't a lot of excitement, I think. But I think the show was great, and I think WWE continues to put on great shows. All right, fellas, you ready for my... Um, I'm going to give it a B. Here's my rant, though. Okay? I liked it. Missed me with most of it. The good spots were pretty damn good. I understand that this was supposed to be a transitional show for Hell in the Cell. But at the same time, that's the reason I have a problem with it. This is Clash of the Champions. Okay? This is supposed to be, this is the highest stakes. The gimmick, the whole gimmick of the show is each championship is on the line. And so there's that risk that they might lose it. But when you make it a transitional show, that removes that removes all doubt. I mean... Yeah, there are 11 it's, title it's matches just, and it, two titles changed hands The Clash of the Champions is a is a pointless gimmick if, if it's already a foregone conclusion that nothing is really going to change. That was my issue with the whole build to the show anyways, was like... You kind of saw the writing on the wall with so many of these matches that you know, like, well, they're not going to change a lot of these titles yeah. now. So it removed, it, to me, it removed all the high stakes of Clash of Champions. You might as well have just named that shit something else. That's my yeah, I mean, that's sure. a fair point. And then I think piggybacking off that, I know that you wanted to talk about The Fiend a little bit uh, and just how he's been <sighs> kind of thrust into the title scene uh, with one televised match. Yeah. So it, what do you think of that? I saw 
I, I mean, just seeing him take out Seth Rollins, I know he already cut a promo on him before, but damn it. I wanted him. He could have taken out everyone on the roster first. I mean, like, I, I think we mentioned this on a previous show. Taker, granted, this isn't like they're not exactly the same, but Taker, uh, besides that Hogan thing, took out everyone long. Like, it took until WrestleMania 13, like seven years later, until he got that title. He debuted in 90. He, he got it against Hogan, but he had to tombstone him on a steel chair, whatever. So, Bray or The Fiend could have beat so many more people and just gone through the whole roster first. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally so, with you. So he wins the title, right? We all know he's most likely to win the title. If he doesn't, then fuck off, WWE. Whoa, Luke all with right. that bomb. All right. So, but after that, then what? He then destroys what? everyone? He just has the title for forever. I, the Fiend didn't need it. We're back into Brock Lesnar territory. The Fiend didn't as much need as I it. hate to say that, he'll be like a Brock Lesnar with the title, right? Right, yeah. Just with a be. ten times more interesting character. He just didn't need that shit, man. No, he I mean you could have saved that for WrestleMania. That could have been a he's WrestleMania still, He's still match. in the process of taking out legends. He just took out Kane. Yeah. On I mean, Monday. I'm kinda down for it. Yes, I, I'm, I'm excited it. for I'm it. Gonna don't love get me it. Wrong. I'm going to love it. But, but I'm with Luke on this one but firmly. They could drag it out. You don't need to rush into it. I was just talking about how WWE rushes stuff. You don't have to rush it, but I mean, as long as they have him hold this for like a year plus and kind of hold it hostage from the WWE almost, I mean, it could, it could work. And yes, watch him lose. He, if he, oh. I, I'm not one to say, oh, I'm not one to like give up on a company, like for, on one for one creative decision. WWE, that would if be you. If you have, if you have Seth Rollins beat the fiend at all, clean or dirty, however he wins at Hell in a Cell. Fans are going to leave in droves. Please don't do that. That will be the worst Please mistake you've made. Don't do that in decades. I agree, man. I agree. Um, at any rate, should we get to some voice messages? Yep. So we have four of them this week. Four exciting voice messages. The first one is going to be from the real DZ of professional wrestling, Dakota Zengner. <laughs> he has a couple questions for us, so let's hear what he has to say. Uh, and then we also have one from Kiefer, Talise, hey, and Aaron. This is Dakota. Big boys and body slams. This is once again. Your pal, say it with me, the, the real DZ of professional wrestling. Dakota Zankner. Love that, man. With another two-part question for you. Part one, where do you place the pain maker, Chris Jericho, on your list for greatest of all time? And part two, after you take a sip of the little bit of the bubbly, how long do you think his reign as inaugural AEW champion will last. Please drink responsibly and keep up the good work, big boys. Uh, best of all time for Jericho. He's got to be. He's in Mount Rushmore status, I think. I think he's top six or seven. Yeah, I don't think he's Mount Rushmore. I think he's top six or seven. Yeah. And how long will his AEW title reign last? Six months. Oh, you're going six? Yep. I'm, I'm saying he's not going to lose it on full gear, but I think he'll lose it the pay per view after full gear. So till January. Or so. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, is that six months? That's about, my, uh, that's about five months, but okay, whatever. Okay, five and five. That's over under. I'm Price is right. Under. Price is right. <laughs> that's right. So we've covered Dakotas. Up next is Kiefer. Kiefer Cook. Wait. Did we cover it? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we're good. Never mind. Yeah, we, we talked about Dakota. Yep. And yep. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up next is going to be Kiefer. Here he is. Hey, fellas. Hey. Uh, it's your guy, Keith. Back at it again with another voicemail for you. Uh, just wondering, what are you guys' thoughts on Sasha Banks? Do you feel like she's done enough to deserve a nice title run? Or do you feel like Becky should be retaining after Night of Champions? 
Personally, I feel like Becky should hold on to the belt until probably until WrestleMania where she can drop it maybe to Rhea Ripley or Shayna Baszler. But uh, let me know what you guys think. Thanks. Bye. Um, so I like the names that you pulled for mm. potential opponents. I think Rhea Ripley's as ready as anybody else. And same with Shayna. And same with Shayna. Shayna's great. Uh, man, I just think you got to get that belt off her. I think it's got to go to Sasha. If you're asking, as far as the holding it till WrestleMania thing, not just no, hell no. Wow. I mean, I mean, all res- all respect to our boy Kiefer, <laughs> but uh, I just I think that Sasha's got to get it, man. Because so, as we've all said on this podcast, man, Becky's just better in the chase, and she can just, win it back. In Austin a few was months. better in the chase, man. I know that we keep making that comparison. Maybe we should. Well, the, the public does. Maybe we should just stop doing that. Because they're not the same. It but. makes it's a good comparison. They make a lot of sense. Sure. Yeah. But um, I want Sasha to take the belt. Um, Becky's my favorite, but again, I think she's better in the chase. Yeah. I do not want her the whole till next WrestleMania, but I would love it if she won it again at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. And, Sa- and heel Sasha as champ is just money. And, yeah. But hey, if she wins the belt, please let her retain it at a pay per view. Please. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for thanks, the, Thanks for the voicemail. Um, Becky's great, man. I can't fault anybody who wants to see her hold that belt forever. I just think it's time for me personally to get it on Sasha for a She's, little while. Sasha's so good, and her hair's great. Up next, a first-time caller, Talise. I hope I'm saying your name right. Uh, has been a, a new fan of ours, and she has some thoughts about me and Marco Stunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. Not once. Which is going to lead into another discussion afterwards. And this is I'm going to say right off the bat, this is the best call we got this week. Wow. This is, there's one more after, I guess I should have saved this for last, but oh well. Good morning to everyone at Big Boys and Body Slams. This is Talise. I've only been listening to the podcast for a few weeks, so I'm really sorry if you've already discussed and answered the questions I'm about to ask. Um, but the questions that I have come from a conversation I had with Kyle last week about Zach thinking he could take on and defeat Marco's stunt. In the conversation, Kyle said, were this match to happen, I would manage Marco and he would manage Zach. So that got me thinking. And here are my questions. If you could manage any wrestler, who would it be and why? Also, if you could be a part of any tag team, who would you choose as your partner? And lastly, if you could be a part of any stable, which would you choose? Um, I think you guys are great. Um, Keep up the great work and talk to you later. Thank you, Talise. Wow. Before we get to that. That's dense. Before we get to that, guess who is right about Kofi's next WWE championship contender? I just read that on Bleach Report. Barack Barack Lesnar. So that's interesting. I was right. Uh, Kyle. Okay, so I would manage Zach, but actually (laughs) I would probably manage Hulk Hogan just because. Oh, this is all time? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'd manage Hulk Hogan because, I mean, who wouldn't want to manage the best at the time, right? I'd be making a lot of money, too, managing my favorite. Uh, If I had to be in a tag team, I would want to be with either Darby Allin or Daniel Bryan and have, like, a Washington State tag team. That's a good answer. And if I was going to be in a stable, it would have to be the NWO because... I'm a bad boy yeah, like them. Oh, be, Joey Janela would be a good partner for me, too. Oh, yeah. But, you, you'd but, be the 30th person in the NWO. But, yeah, I'd be in the NWO with those Back guys. there with Vincent in the back. Damn. Oh, no. Come on, dude. <laughs> I make more than meat sauce money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Luke, you're up next. Dude. God, it's good, that's It's tough. a good That is good all call. three of them. Excellent have, call. Have me stumped. And I'm going to cut a promo on Marco, too, before I go. Oh, nice. 
Okay, if I had to manage somebody, um, all time. <sighs> Shit. Are we gonna wait for you all do, night? Do you need to defer and go to me? Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. If I, I can manage anybody, damn it. You know what? I'm gonna manage Seth Rollins. Sweet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the Sami Zayn to Seth Rollins. Who's who's your tag team partner? My tag team partner. I'm gonna stay active roster for all these answers. I think me and Kevin Owens, the Thick Guy Express. Okay. And then if I was gonna be part of a faction, put me in the New Day, the first white entrant in the New Day, baby. <laughs> I can sh- I can shake my hips. Well, okay. If we're gonna do like current, current day yeah, guy, let's just do that. Okay. So current day guys, my tag team partners would either be Brian or Darby Allen. Darby <laughs> Allen. Uh, my stable would be OVE. Oh, I if, like that. Even though I'm He'd not from good. Ohio, I could pretend. Yeah. Because that's you know wrestling. I'm from Ohio. And if I had to manage somebody, ooh, that one's tough because I wasn't really thinking about that for like a current day guy. But Janella, that's good. Okay, back, ma- back okay, to you, Luke. Okay, so I'd manage Braun Strowman. I think that he would benefit from that. Um, and plus, you could just be Paul Heyman 2.0. <laughs> True. Yeah, you know, in the same company, it's whatever. It doesn't clash at all. Uh, tag team partner. Uh, I would go. God dang, I don't want to steal Daniel, but I mean, he's the. Gr- I'm from Hoquim. He's the Aberdeen neighboring town guy. Nice, take my answer. That's yeah, fine. I'll steal it. I'll steal it. Whatever. Uh, and as far as a faction goes, you gonna be in the new day with me? And it has to, yeah, <laughs> uh, dude. Yes, yeah. Just All because right. of how goofy, dude. That would be so fun. That's oh my god. I said it. And we got one more question. God, I stole. Yeah, for, I stole your guys. But I'm gonna I'm double so down again. Marco Stunt, man. If you want to have a match. No, he's just Marco Stunt. He's not a Marco Stunt, man. I will come at me, bro. I can take Marco Stunt. I'm sorry. I got to put this out there. Please don't take him seriously. Do not block us over yeah, this. Yeah. Please don't let us lose another follower. Marco Stunt. I see you out there, man. I see you living your life every day, walking the streets, thinking that you're just like any other guy, but bigger, stronger, tougher. You think you can hang in the world of professional wrestling? You're a literal vanilla midget, my friend. I might not be the tallest, the strongest, the fastest, the most handsome. You're man. definitely the most handsome. Thanks. Don't interrupt the promo. But I'm telling you what. When push comes to shove and you get me in that squared circle, I'm going to fight with every fiber of my being. And I'm going to put you down and I'm going to squash you like the fly that you are, Marco. Bring it on, baby. Thanks, Talise, for making him go haywire on us. That was amazing. So, how many promos have you cut on your daughters? Oh, it's every day, bro. Dude. With that Disney Channel flow. Up next, we have a call from Aaron. That was sick. Pal of the podcast. And he's got he's got a bone to pick. It's not about Marcos Tun, unfortunately. Maybe that can finally go out to pasture. I don't remember what Aaron's call is about, if we're being honest with you. That was a long time ago. But he's got a point to make, I'm sure. The pal of the podcast. Hey, fellas, this is Aaron Powell of the podcast, the originator of that little slogan. Just going off the ending of Clash of Champions, do you guys think they might be pushing Mr. Uh, Yowie Wowie a little too fast there since he just debuted, what, two months ago? And they already pushed him into the proverbial title picture. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. We'll pal the podcast. We kind of already addressed that. But yeah, I tried to stop the, yeah. them from talking about it, it so we could do this, and they just ignored me and kept talking about it anyways. Damn so, it. Hey, but we are always going to credit you with uh, the pal of the podcast slogan. So we kind of talked about that, but Aaron, you're the man. 
You are absolutely the man. So should I review what we're doing next week? Yeah, well, next week we have a fun show, I think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing In Your House 10 Mind Games from September 22nd, 1996. So if you're wondering... Oh, I am. It's dropping on the 25th, so not the 22nd. Damn. I just want to get everyone's hopes up. So we're going to have a Caribbean strap match with Harvey Whippleman as your special guest referee between Savio Vega and Bradshaw. That's going to be a five-star match. Uncle oh. Zebediah. Zebediah. Zebediah? Zebediah. Oh. Uh, then we have Jose Lothorio versus oh Jim Cornette. <laughs> what the hell? Then we have Owen Hart and the British Bulldog with Clarence Mason versus the Smoking Guns, Bart Gunn, and should be 10-time WWE Hall of Famer Billy Gunn with Sonny. Ten t- so- oh, man. Who picked this show? Uh, oh. We have Mark Henry versus Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, who picked this show? We have The Undertaker versus Goldust in a final curtain match. Oh. I don't even know what that is. And then we have Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. For okay. the WWF title. Come on. Yep. So so who did pick this? I did. Zach. Mm. Mm. I just remember that main event. Like That's one of my favorite Mankind matches. You had to outstink me, huh? With the unforgiving yeah, I did. I did. That that you have me beat by far. Which I hope my Halloween Havoc poll wins too. Ooh. No, there, there will be a Halloween Havoc poll coming up. Uh, continue interacting with me on Twitter, Zach on Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit are both kind of going. Jordan Kelly is. If you've got if you've got Reddit, please help me. Jordan Kelly got Instagram going pretty hard. So interact with us on the internet and keep leaving us voice messages. I love these. Keep yes, doing voicemails. Please. Buy some shirts. Love us because we love you. Two. Sweet. See ya.